Hi, I'm Laura. I'm leading the whole data analytics and the AI division at Swisscom. I have a dream that everybody at Swiss can work with data and make their own data-informed decision. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. Hi. Thanks for having me. Today's conversation is about the importance of harmonized and centralized data, but we'll also touch on the role of generative AI in telecoms. But first, what is an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you? It's not about being a female, a woman or not, about what empowered me. It's about my personality, I think. The only thing I can say is giving birth to my two children was the one thing is the only thing I can say I could have because I'm a woman. But all the rest, I think it's more how I'm right now with my strength and with what I am because I'm a woman and going through a technical environment, which strengthened my personality in a way which probably didn't have. But the rest is because it's me. It's not, I couldn't say anything because it's because I'm a woman. Right. And that's always a good perspective to have on this podcast as well. And to be reminded that how much being a woman impacts a person really varies from person to person. For some for some women, it is really important to who they are and it's really important to the journey and the decisions they've made. And for some women, that isn't something that looms very large for them. Thank you for that answer. All right. A few years ago, Swisscom took steps to consolidate all of its data into a single platform, which was pretty early for the industry. So can you share more details about this decision and this process? It's not only that we looked that we have all data together. It's also the organization, which we also harmonize throughout the whole company. So if you can imagine years ago, data just were or was everywhere and started doing analytics here and there. And so Swisscom already realized that data is an asset that we need to look after and shouldn't just stay in silos. So we harmonized also the way of working that we are. So we are a virtual division right now. Overall, Swisscom with all the divisions, so from B2B, B2C, HR controlling, network infrastructure, we're all together doing data analytics and AI with also the platforms harmonized that not we that we we don't have that of a silo and we share and we we can really benefit from each other so it's not just platform it's also organizational which for me was the most important element of that right and also a few years ago um uh, so i guess 2021 swisscom announced work with aws to evolve its data pipeline into a cloud-based data mesh so first can you tell me more about what a data mesh is and then why this approach was something that Swisscom was attracted to? Perhaps I start with the second one, because for me, since I'm here in that role or also before, I, I have a dream that everybody at Swisscom in our company can work with data and make their own data-informed decision in a self-service manner. So this is my dream. I still believe that we will achieve it, but we're not there yet. And 
to achieve that, we need to change something because today it's not possible. We have analytical systems well and quite good ones. We have a lot, but the effort to maintain that is huge. And my team, our analytical people, the data people, we're a bottleneck. And we're not even have to talk about self-service. So that's why data mesh comes into play. And data mesh, it's not a technology, it's really a paradigm change we want to introduce. It's a new approach that uses the de decentralization and distribution of the ownership and the accountability of the business functions and domain for sourcing, managing, and sharing the data into complex and large-scale environments. So what we are doing is we're changing where the data is treated, where the people are taking ownership and looking for data as a resource. Right now, it's our team has its centralized place. We're looking, the data is good, but I want to have that decentralized, that it's scalable, and that the people really take the responsibility. But for sure, we're not going into a whole um, anarchy where the people just are doing what they want. We also will for sure also change how we work with data. So also the, the platform needs to change to be able to, to be more scalable and reuse the data pipelines in a good way. So you're doing this work with AWS, as I, as I mentioned previously. Can you tell me more about kind of the technological aspect here, right? And, and what you're actually doing with AWS? Yeah, sure. As I mentioned, we're going into the new world with data mesh. With the principle, I also mentioned the technology is also one part that we need to enable our technological stack to be able to do that. And together with AWS, we changed the whole infrastructure as well into being able to do that. And we're just doing the whole stack with new components and much more automated way onto the AWS with the AWS capabilities. And it's also one part that we want to be scalable. We will talk later on about generative AI. And there we see the mass amount of data which is needed for the things that we are doing. Also, already today, data is growing and growing. We need this, uh, this scalability aspect, which we will have on AWS. I, I like what you said about <laughs> you have this dream that everyone at Swisscom will use data to make informed decisions was made in you talking about it, an organizational shift. It's not really a technology. So I wanted to ask you a question about the workforce aspect of this and if it was hard or is hard still to kind of bring everyone along with you on this journey and, and change the way that they're working. Or if you could just comment on that, because I know that that's something that is kind of a challenge in the industry okay let's say it will be hard because we're just starting the journey we always had the chicken and egg issue that we have a for the self-service manner of data informed decision i need a technology that is capable of supporting that structure but then yes it's the organizational structure and yes in the past i did a lot to 
address those issues, just that the people accept that we want to treat data in a different way and that this is not just a subsystem that we need, but it's not that important and to really spread and changing this. And to do this change, this will be a year long, some year long projects that we need to do, but we need to start somewhere. But what we should change is the the way of how the people in the organization looks at data. Two years ago, I wouldn't even have to go to the management board to ask that I can do the shift because there it was not, you know, why do we really need data? Why do we need self-service? Isn't it dangerous that people just can access data? They shouldn't. How do you do that? Also, the needs for having those data was not seen that much. So that would change. So that already was a culture or a, yeah, a cultural change in data literacy, seeing the data and seeing the value of data, which we could do. And now that the people see the value, they see also that we are a bottleneck. So now it's okay and we can go this journey of changing that we have data products, data products in the business lines, they have to take care about their data, their quality, etc. So as I promised at the top of the podcast, we are going to talk about generative AI a little bit and ask you how the company is thinking about gen AI and what you see as potential use cases within your business or organization specifically. And are there any barriers or limitations that you're still seeing with the technology? So for sure, generative AI, we see the potential of it. We already saw the potential or we're seeing the potential with AI, which changes even more and we see even more possibilities with generative AI. A big change I see is that suddenly, because it's so massive in the news, the people understand a bit more what it is and what it could unlock. So before AI was still, ah, what is that exactly? With Gen AI, suddenly the people are talking about it and also the business people are now asking for doing things with it. So yes, I see a lot of opportunity, for example, in customer care, probably one of the first elements we're looking into it. But then also going further, but that a bit longer ahead is also in the telco domain and in other specific domains where we need the not just a language domain, but also, for example, a networking domain with our own data to answer certain things in that new way of working we, we do. So yes, it's a huge opportunity, which we're looking at. Where I see the challenges or the restriction we have is Generative AI is not solving all the things we have and it just looks nice, but at the end right, right now, what we have is taking language and generating new one, which is cool for summarization and quite a lot of things, but it also can output wrong thing. So it can hallucinate, it can be wrong. It sounds always super nice what it produces, but we need to be careful what it is behind. Also compliance reason, IP stuff, what happens with putting in wrong data in, so the data quality at the end as well here needs to be really good. So yes, I see a lot of obstacles. Right. Also, I mentioned to go into the telco field, we need to have our own models of foundation models we need to feed 
And there, for example, you need quite a lot of compute power. You need new knowledge, which is not just available. So also there, that will take some time. And the other aspect is the technology is super young and it's changing every day. So when I'm looking what is going around, also we are super close with research. What we still have to look at, there will be a lot of change, which I'm curious to see what will happen. And also, yeah, looking forward to the models getting smaller and more precise and solving some issues. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, this conversation and for making it clear how important data and, and generative AI is already, but certainly going to be more so in the future of telecom. So thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you, Alas. This was my final episode of Well Technically, at least for the foreseeable future. I'm welcoming a baby girl into the world in a few months, and between taking some time off and the extra responsibility that comes with becoming a parent, feels like the right decision for me and my family. I am sad that this podcast is coming to an end. It's been such fun and it's taught me so much both about technology and about the strength of women. But it also feels fitting that I'll be replacing it with the responsibility of caring for and learning to empower my own daughter. After spending three years listening to incredible women from across the technology and science fields, including my sister, describe a time in which being a woman has empowered them, I've thought of a few things that I hope for my arriving daughter. First, of course, I hope she is healthy and happy. I hope too that she comes to know herself, to recognize and demand respect for her boundaries, but also develops the confidence to know when to push them. I hope she uses her voice to stand up for others, but also for herself, because as a woman, she might find that the former comes more naturally. I hope she's not afraid of making mistakes, of messing up, of failing, or of getting the answer wrong or asking a dumb question. I want her to try freely to express and experience freely. I hope she's honest and patient like her father and thoughtful and curious like her mother, but more than that, I hope she is authentically her, whatever that means and whoever that is. I hope that the world she's entering has made enough progress so that all of these things will be possible and that she doesn't have to fight as hard as the women before her to get what she deserves. And if it hasn't, I hope that she knows I'll be here to help her navigate a world that has not yet caught up. Thank you, RCR Wireless News, for allowing me this platform to those who have taken the time to listen. And of course, thank you so much to all of my guests who have answered my tech questions and shared their stories of womanhood. It's been an absolute privilege. 